It's your boy Drewski. Yo, and it's your boy Swaggy G. Nobody asked you yet. You just gotta relax, bro. I was doing the introduction. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. Well, that's a little content to step to. Step to. Ah, ah, ah. No, that ain't it. I tried. I tried it. I tried it all the time, too. Don't um, front. It's your boy Swaggy G. And it's your boy Drewski in the building. What's um, going on, I y'all? I don't know what's wrong with him. He's on 10,000. How you got so much energy, bro? We just left the gym. Because that C4 is a motherfucker. That shit is dangerous. Got my heart. Boom, 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 boom. Like I'm a Mariana, some shit like Stupid. that. Stupid. That nigga said, touch. Ding, ding, ding. Touch. <laughs> I'm not touching nothing. Hey. Now, nah, what's going on, guys? Yo, what's up? It's your boy, Swaggy G, a.k.a. Much Swagger, a.k.a. Young Trappuccino, a.k.a. Flip Phone Poppy. What's going on, people? Oh what's that going was on? Line. What's going on? Chillin' it's your boy Drewski, you already know. AKA TFN. AKA Tall for Nothing. AKA Your girl's favorite guy. Yeah, that was trash. That but was they do they really do call that? me Drewski. Well, you know what T Pain said? I'm your girlfriend's boyfriend. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to T Pain, yo. This oh. his podcast be having me in tears and he really be you really be speaking on some stuff because of it. I really, I really think I understand. I'm getting to understand music on a different level. So I listen to a lot of songs, and some people might think they're trash. But I look at it like, do they? Do, when you have features on your song, does it sound like the person's in the studio with them, or does it sound like they just sent a verse from far away? You know, I didn't realize people do that until like a year ago. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. It does make sense, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It make takes it f- away from the offense. Yes. Authentic. So, so like, like when niggas used to be in the in the studio, you used to see both yes, the niggas in the yes, studio, yes. and y'all feeding off of each other's energy is completely like, different. Like, like the, the new Drake joint with him and little baby on it. Ba- I'm not gonna hold you. Baby murdered Drake on that shit. No funny shit. He bodied him. But they felt like they was in the studio together, and that's why the song was so dope. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can, I can, I can hear like that. Like, the the song he did with um Drake did with Young Blue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to let you go. She angry. You know that song. It plays on the uh, radio all the time. Yeah, by I know. I know Young Blue, that's his about. name. Yes, but so, the song, the song. The song is, is, is called, uh, I can't remember. It's a tough song. It is, it is. But I, you can tell Drake wasn't in the studio. And to yeah, make it yeah. even better... If you look at the music video, Drake's not even in the music video. Yeah, I'm tired of seeing that shit, bro. Like, if y'all gonna make a feature, join the motherfucking video. It's not bro. even that, bro. It's like a damn you, you, you clearly sent your verse in from Canada because you're not even gonna take the time to be in the music they're video. Not, they're not even letting him over here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the, the, in his verse, Drake's verse in his video, he's just driving a car and he's bumping to his verse. Son, if you're not in my video, bro, um, just try because he's not even look like he ain't even hype about the shit. Let me ask you a question. Talk to me. Like promise that, but matter of fact, let's stay let's stay on the subject for a, uh, let's touch on it a little bit more. So gotcha. like when JB and Drake was in the um that video, um I forgot nine on one Shelby job like when Drake was in that oh. shit, you felt it in that video. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it, that was a like you yo, felt the hype. It's was, crazy. I, I'm I'm really not. I'm I'm. It's weird too. I really do be on a different wavelength when I be listening to music. Like certain people who and rappers who I originally were like, nah, they're not even with it. Like. I don't even know why I'm listening to this. Now, they're like, I get what he's saying now. And I hear what he's saying. And it mm-hmm. sounds more like, I, right, I'm, 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 I'm being different in a way I'm telling my story. Mm-hmm. So, 
I guess I'm hearing it. I don't know. It's weird, bro. Like, Do you some, think it's because of you? You got older and you're more mature in the nah, sense the way you look it, at things it was, differently. It was really hearing about the music industry. Like these people in the music industry are really like depressed, son. All of them. Mm. People really look up to them. Like, oh, they got money. They got this. They can go wherever they want. They could, yeah, son. But they be stressed out. Like, listening to T Pain's podcast, he was telling me like his, one of his biggest checks was like, I think he said like like nineteen million. Nineteen so million. million. It's one of his biggest first checks. His first was nineteen. Because one million. of the one of the other episodes, he was saying how he got like thirty million for something one time, and I'm like, that's he wasn't mad. happy. He was he was he was bent every night, drunk every night. They was asking him like, how do you balance work and family? And he was like, it's easy. And then he realized he was just never seen his family. Yeah. So he was like, he's he told he told them everybody that. He has about two million to his name right but now. But it's a good, it's a happy two million. But he said he's the happiest he's ever been. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. So, like, you know, so so looking at the industry like that, it's like, damn, music. Shout really, out to T Pain's podcast. Facts. Really, really looking at people and they look like they they low key going through it when they really trying to entertain us. So look at the baby. I think they doing him dirty, son. Dirty. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know that it's just the industry that we're in now. Like the the way the way of life right now is just nah, bro. You can't come for that. Nah, bro. But it's like if you do something wrong, like motherfuckers will not even do something, say something. Motherfuckers will bully you to death. Like, and it's like, who said it the best? Cancel um, culture. Yeah, man. Yo, what's name said it the best? Um, who, who the hell was it? I think it was Fifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fifty was like. He has no no A and R, and these are the ones that kind of guide you through this. Remember, he's a street nigga. He's a hood nigga from fucking North Carolina. I guarantee you, he was selling drugs a couple years ago before he was making millions like or he doing is right something. now. And nobody sat to, to tell us, man, like yo, you are you are an icon now. You got to so watch gotta, what you say. You got to tone it down yeah. because I guarantee you, he was in the street calling people, you know, racial you, slurs for being gay and all this other stuff. You know, you but know, some of his biggest fans are gay. He loved that. Yeah. And you know it's because you could t- you know when certain people just don't like certain like you could tell when they don't like a particular you know orientation, but I think that like the culture now like everybody's just you know everybody's just who you if are. If they feel a type of way, they're gonna express it to the point where they want you to be finished career wise if you set it on your platform. But see, here's the thing, right? I get it, and this is gonna be a touchy subject. I don't really want to touch it, but. I think uh, Lil Nas is doing too much. I'm sorry. The crazy part about it is the amount of nakedness and all this other stuff. I personally feel like if it was a woman doing that and women saw her doing that, they'd be like, yo, she's doing too much. But we can't. I can't say that. I'm not. I'm not like if I said that in front of the wrong people, they'll feel a type of way. And I had and I and. You know what I'm saying? I had never had. I, I will never have anything with anybody's sexual orientation. No, it's never I that. Love it's, that. Ne- it's never I, that. I, I it's, have. I it's, have. It's the, it's the level of sexuality that's shown to children. Yeah. Even if I don't want to see it, I have the ability to be like, "Well, I don't want to see that, so I just won't look for it." Uh, you know what's crazy? I think it's. A, I think I really. I'm starting to understand that it's a double standard in a sense because when everybody went off on this, when she showed a little cheek, but if it was Rihanna. They I mean, wouldn't care. Not at all. They, but see, it works vice versa too. Mm-hmm. Vice versa too. Because the same way they're like, yo, stop, stop, you know, stop body shaming these women. So what if they bigger than normal? Which is fine, son. It, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? It's whatever your preference is. You know, they, they shaming women for being big or shaming women for having certain shapes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the same women who look like, oh, why are you talking about her body like that? Would never date a fat man. 
Facts. So, Facts. Like, yo, so what if a dude that big try to talk to you? Nah, Ooh. they was like, nah, I'm good. You know what's funny? I'm good. You know what's funny? I saw an Instagram post, and this girl was uh, texting this guy. She was like, oh, do you have a car? And he was like, um, and he was like, yeah. Do you have what kind of job do you have? My job pays, you know, X amount of dollars. And um, do you have your own place? Yeah, I live on my own place. I pay all my own bills. And the guy said, "What about you?" She said, um, "She lives at home with her parents." And he asked her, "Does she have kids?" She said, she, "I mean, she said she asked him originally, does he have kids?'" He said, "No." So she said, "She lives with her parents. She has kids, and she doesn't work." And she was like, why would I do all of that if I can have somebody do it for me? I said, that's fucking ridiculous. Like, you can you can judge somebody. Like, it, like if somebody could be like, you know what? I don't want to date somebody with kids, but you got kids. Or I don't want to I don't want to um, date somebody with, I have a, who don't have a car, but you Uber everywhere. Like, I don't understand that. I don't understand where that that frame of thinking is. And it's like, you know, I feel like it is a double standard because... There are certain things that's acceptable for us, and there's certain things that's acceptable for um like acceptable for them. But I feel like, for the most part, we always get like the shitty end of the stick. Always. So, and one of the biggest things, I, and it, I hope nobody try to take it the wrong way, but like feminism, mm-hmm. positive feminism, I love it. You know what I'm saying? Of course, like, of course. Push women in the right direction to let them know that they have they have the strength. They have the intelligence and the capability to do anything that anybody can do. It doesn't matter what you are. You know what I'm saying? But it's the toxic feminine where it's like you're not trying to get equal rights. You're trying to be, you're trying to push them to be better than men. Because these are the same women who are like CEOs and shit, which is mm-hmm. dope as fuck. 100%. And then they be like, oh, I can't date a man if he don't got, you know, or they be extra intimidating, expecting to be, tre- expected to be, what's what I'm looking for? Like, it's like. I want to be better than you, but I also want you to take care of me. Like, I don't understand that, bro. And, it's, and there's no level. It's not supposed to be I'm better than you or you're better than me. We're supposed to work together. Work together and progress as, as a human race. Not as the human race, literally. You know what I mean? It's like, I say this all the time. If if you allow, if, if they just allowed women to do what they wanted to do, mm-hmm. I feel like in the end they couldn't sit here because there's a lot of things that go on in the in the woman's society, like like the woman's society, the woman part of part of the, part of the world where, um, not only are they kind of looked down at, but they're also kind of like, oh, I got you. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't have done that. I'll take care of you, like shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like I see it all the time. Like if there's a domestic violence, like at work, there's a domestic violence and the woman put his hands on a man and then the man retaliated you know the cops will come and dead arrest him and just walk her outside and say oh you, you're too pretty to deal with that that's ridiculous I've literally heard it and I looked at him and said yo arrest her and you know honestly speaking just to just to tap into that real quick I don't believe anybody should be putting their hands on anybody 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 me I can never it doesn't make sense to me but I don't believe in that and, a, at and all. the most fucked up part about shit is it lies on it, it's always in the, I, want, I don't want to say always but I feel like there's a trend in certain things like he might not never do that but the girl he's with is a button it's a button pressure or the girl he's who's arguing with he's a, is a button pusher and she pushed him to that point which is still not it's still not it's still not appropriate or the ones that hit you first and not expect you to hit them back yeah because I've seen that and I'm not gonna hold you it was kind of funny 
You stupid. So I, right, I get to, I'm, I'm working right. Lady calls nine one one. Her boy, her man punched her in the face. Right. So we get there. The boyfriend got arrested already. He's away. I'm just looking at her. She got a little cut on her chin. I'm like, yo, that's messed up. Oh yeah, he hit me. I'm like, so what happened? So she told me the whole story. She was like, they went out separately. On the way home, he was like, babe, you hungry? She said, yeah. He was gonna bring food home. Didn't bring anything. So she said, fuck it, and went up the block to the chicken spot. Got her food, came back. He, they got into an argument. He smacked the food out of her hands. Uh, he punched her in the face, and she ran outside called 911. Mm-hmm. The cops showed up. He coming outside like, what's going on? What happened? I thought everybody was eating the chips. Like He, he was completely oblivious of what happened. What was doing? Yeah, he acted like he didn't know what happened. Uh-huh. So they arrested him and took him, whatever. So now we're there. She's doing a report, and I'm like, oh, I'm patching her up. She got a little cut on her chin. Nothing crazy. So I'm, she told me a story. I'm like, yo, that's messed up. You know, I don't know people, you know, so I can't judge anyone. But I say, you know, if somebody's okay to do it the first time, guarantee they might do it another time, you know? So she's like, yeah, I said, just take care of yourself, you know? So I'm about to leave. I'm about to have her sign my paperwork saying she don't want to go. And um, her friend comes. And her friend, she's telling her friend the same story, but she left one part out. Oh. So after they argued, and he smacked the food out of her hands, she was like, suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. She was like, suck my dick. <laughs> and I was like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I said, you said that before or after he hit you? She said, before he hit me. I was like, that's why that nigga hit you. <laughs> and I'm like, and it's not okay. It's not, it doesn't make it, it doesn't make it okay. But as a man, I do understand the feeling of not having any pride at a moment. And when you don't have a pride, you don't give a fuck about nothing. Nothing, which is very stupid to say. But it, it, it's, just a, it's just a male emotion that goes through our head. When something happens and we lose our pride for a split second, yo, we don't care about nothing. Yeah, Grandma's getting second. snuffed. I don't Since care. Grandma is getting snuffed. <laughs> nah. So she was like, what do you mean? I said, when you said that to him... A light went off in his head, and another nigga came out. She said, "What?" I said, "Yeah, that's not the real James." I said, "That because <laughs> I know James." Hold on, <laughs> I've been wanting to say that shit all episode. You took it away. From me. You took my mind. But, but I know James. But I know James. <laughs> no, so I said, when he hit you, when you said that to him, another person, his other, his alter identity came forth. And punched you in the face. Hold on, hold on. Stink Mina came out. Watch you say yuck on Yeah, nigga. Yeah. Bitch. Ass bitch ass nyuck on. So so when when she got when he ran when she ran outside and the cops pulled up, I said, remember when he came outside looking confused? Cause that wasn't him. <laughs> that wasn't him. He came outside like what's going on? Who hit who? I wasn't there. <laughs> I just came home. <laughs> I, th- I thought everybody was eating the chips. <laughs> Yeah, so real talk, like, and it's so, it sucks, it sucks, and I'm not justifying what he did, but if you're going to say something like that to be disrespectful, yo, prepare to bob and weave, because you don't know what what a dude going to do after hearing some shit like that, which, again, does not make it acceptable. Not not at all, not by a long shot. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I was working, I was completely calm, and some chick said suck my dick in Spanish to me, and thought I didn't understand it, you would have thought I was fucking another person. I was like, what you, bitch, what you say? And everybody looked at me like, what? 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 I said, she said suck my dick in Spanish. I should put her on a t-shirt, right? <laughs> I said, I have to pull her What the fuck is With that? wings and a halo and a hashtag. Bro, you okay? Nah, son, that's mad disrespectful. You don't say that, especially not to somebody who's trying to help you. Suck my dick. Are you crazy? 
Sure, you I ain't gonna hold you. I, I had to check a couple of niggas at work. I said, "Yo, you get a, you you can only get one one attempt to say it, and I'm gonna give you a warning. Let that shit happen again. It is a Peter for you, bro. It is a Peter. You know what I've been realizing? So I'm about to buy a car. And, uh, my second car. I'm about to buy a car, and I realized that like, yo, bro, a lot of niggas on the road be looking at me like I'm pussy. What you mean? Like they just wanna like. Say nigga honk his horn yeah. or do some dumb shit and I pull up, I swear I'll be pulling up beside niggas, bro. And I just be looking at them and they be looking at me like I'm pussy, like I won't get out this fucking car. Aura. Uh, <laughs> like, keep like, saying aura. Like, yo, bro, I'm not gonna lie to nigga you. Nigga like, said, Ari, you dumb? Like, I suck. Okay, so Like, yo, bro, problem. like this, no no funny shit. This African cab driver, like, cut me off and I pulled up on the right of him. He was like, and he looked at me and he put his hands up, like, Nigga, put your hand down. Fuck, fuck you up. All right, so here's my problem, right? Talk to me. I'm way past that. I want to fight you. I, I just started telling. I just started telling niggas I'll shoot you. Oh my god! You still got? I need that back. What? I need that back. That toy. Oh, the fake gun. <laughs> Yo, nah. You gotta hear this story. You gotta hear this story, right? So this dude had a fake gun. He was cleaning his room, and I was helping him. And the nigga got. He. I was practicing robbing niggas for like thirty minutes. <laughs> Listen, you never know. So. <laughs> So, I took it with me and I keep it in my car, which I really shouldn't because I could really get iced like that. No lie. Like, niggas could really put me in the dirt if the cops pull me over for that shit. But, um, so I came, I walked outside my building, right? Walk into my car, right across the street from where I live. Bro, why a car is, as I turn my car on, this dude comes and pulls up right next to my car and double parks. So, I'm thinking he's waiting for me to leave so he can take the spot. So, I get in the car, he got tents. I'm over here thinking he's in the car. This nigga's not even in the car, son. This nigga went to the store. And I was like, nah, I saw, I know this nigga saw me walk, get in the car. So I started honking my horn for like five minutes. Nothing happened. Some so dude next to the barbershop was like, yo, I think he went in that Spanish spot. Oh, it's a wrap. Grabbed a fake strap. Put that shit right in my pants, right? And I was wearing, I was wearing baggy sweatpants. I started walking over there and the guy was like, yeah, that's him right there in the red shirt. And I was like, yo, my man, that's your car? And he was like, yeah, why? I said, bro, you didn't see me about to come. I'm gonna turn my car on like I was about to leave. How you gonna park in front of me? That's mad. That's mad inconsiderate. He said, yo, it's not that serious. And when he said that, because I was wearing loose sweatpants, the strap fell down the sleeve. And when I caught it, you see the shape of the gun. Yo, the nigga looked up and said, bro, I'm over right now. I got you. He ran ran over to the car (laughs) and backed that zip in two seconds. Yo, why are you even holding that? It's in the car right now. Always in a car, so I always keep the fake strap. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god, what is wrong with you? Chitty bang bang, son. What? (laughs) Nah, son. And now I understand why niggas carry guns because of stupid niggas like that. Because that was really dumb, and it's 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 way too crazy for me to sit here and try to fight you and potentially lose a fight because you did something stupid and I tried to react on it. So I'm just gonna smoke you. You when they mention your name, they're gonna have to make a cross and kiss to the sky. I'm not gonna hold you because you did something dumb. I don't think I can move to PA, I, bro. That's how I want to move to Jersey, son. Straps on deck. Yo, boy. Hey, you can walk to the store with it, walking like and take and you go take it out and take selfies with it. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Niggas are getting shot for 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 the carrying wallets. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not about. I'm not. I'm, gonna not, I'm not gonna say who it was, but my older uh, sibling. <laughs> You're not going to say who it was, but you're going to say that. Fuck it. When I was younger, when I was in high school, the nigga had, had, I was holding, 
holding it for somebody. And I had a webcam, and I was just like, like I was Austin Powers, nigga. I didn't put my finger on the chair. Pew, pew, pew. It's a chopper. <laughs> but now I was like holding that shit up. Like I remember the remember the uh, the cartoon Spy Girls and shit. Like I was like, mm-hmm. first of all, they never had straps. This nigga says, "Why the nigga have straps?" You know what I'm talking about? When they, what colors were they wearing? Red, red, yellow, and fucking green. I think. Yeah, looking like a bunch of Guyanese. <laughs> Chicken curry, nigga. Nigga said, "Mother Scott, you ain't shit, boy." Shout what, to, what Michael was saying? GT Gold. Yo, shout out to Lugger. Shout out to uh, who else is Guyanese that I fuck with? Shout out to all the coolies, you heard? I can't. But nah, that shit is funny. Shout out to Delon. There we go. Oh man. I can't. Um. It's hot, bro. It's hot. Son, last thing before we go. So I got, I got, I got an actual question. Talk to me. All right. I recently watched something about relationships, and it spoke about people stepping out on their relationships, and if you can or if you can't recover from that. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I mean, I do think people make mistakes. Stop right there. Okay. We're never calling it a mistake mm-hmm. because a mistake is done. Without the intentions of the of the at the without the intentions of the what happens afterwards, you know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. a mistake is done, not thinking that's gonna happen. So instead of saying mistake, let's say it's let's say it's uh, a stupid decision. Okay, it's a stupid decision. I think pertaining to whatever situation you're in. I think it could be recover it could be recovered from if the uh the opposing sex is willing to if the opposing sex is willing to um willing to forgive and not I don't want to say forgive and forget but like overcome that because I feel like when that happens you know like say when a guy does it and that happens I feel like he gives his all to make it to to fix the Fix the problem, yeah. even though it can't be fixed as fast as we want it to be. Yeah, he he tries his hardest to fix the problem, and he's actually a better person than he was prior. He actually, you know what I mean? Super, you're okay. a better so, you're a better person. I I, I, be, I agree with that to an extent because I also feel like a lot of that that's shown is kind of like a makeup instead of a I should have been doing this in the first place. You but know you, I mean? but see, it could be a, it could be viewed in in both ways because. You never again. You never know what you have until you're about to lose it. Yeah. So yeah. You, knowing that you had the potential to be the person that you have right, become now. from it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I understand. I understand. Yeah. So that's why I say it the way I say it. Because what? Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, because I do. I do agree with you. I do believe that you know there's there are chances of redemption, but it all it's all based on the understanding of what you consider to be a relationship. You know, like. Um, I feel like we also we have this 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 ownership that we carry when we're dating someone, and it's kind of like I own you, you know, instead of I'm with you, yeah. Because it's like I, I could see that if you do something I don't like, I have the right to be upset about it. Well, everyone has the right to be upset about, it, but I have the right to tell you not to do that because we're in a relationship. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I feel like when, if you strip that ownership off the people, you can be like, hey, I don't like what he does, but that's his choice to do so. As long as it's not disrespecting you per se that's my whole thing but then that's when other people come involved 
yes, if you're if your relationship, you guys agree to not see anyone else and not, you know, speak with anyone else, that's your relationship and you choose to do so, you know what I mean? But it's hard to know. I don't want to say it's hard cuz I I'm I I I don't want to sound like I'm glorifying it cuz I'm definitely not. It's all about what you agree and what you don't agree to in your relationship, you know what I'm saying? But also who knows what that feeling is in the beginning of the relationship. Mm-hmm. I was watching someone someone speak and it was like, oh, you got to live in your truth. You got to live in your truth. And, and if this is the way you feel, then you shouldn't be in a relationship. I said, but who knows they feel that way until the opportunity brings itself to attention. Because I said, I don't know about other men, but, you know, um, I, I don't think men cheat intentionally. I do believe that men are opportunists. Okay. And it's more of a, if the opportunity presents itself other than I'm out here looking for that. And the only way the opportunity presents itself is if you put yourself in a position for the opportunities to arise. Like if like granted, if you if you in a committed, solid, solid, like you guys are in the in the in the in the late stages of your relationship where you're like, yo, this is what I want for the rest of my life and you go out to fucking uh singles night at the at the club on a Thursday you know what I'm saying? Like those are those are situations where you can run into an opportunity that you might not want to put yourself into, but you don't realize that because that's not what you're there for. You understand what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying, but I'm gonna have to disagree. What? The fact that I feel like, regardless if we're opportunists or not, we should also consider, you know, their feelings in the situation. When I when I say that, I understand it's like you're not like you're not stupid. You're not walking into a fucking wall. You're not going like you know what I mean. You're going. You're not going wherever it is you're going with the intentions on that. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. But I do feel like when you realize what you're doing is not what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Because of somebody else's feelings. emotions and feelings. Because when you're investing in somebody, you are responsible. You're not responsible for their emotions and feelings, but you are to respect their emotions and feelings. Copy. I agree. So I, like, cause I don't feel like I'm like like. I'm not responsible for it. You're, if you feel that way, that's completely on you. Yeah. You know, but I do feel like, you know, when you're with someone and they know you're with them, then that should just be what it is. And I understand people, like I said, people make stupid decisions and don't realize it at the moment, but it's like... Once you know you're going to lose something for it, then you're like, fuck. That, I'm not... I, nothing, because cause I, I feel like people... And I'm not even going to say men or women. I'm going to say people... Who get who get caught up in that situation? Don't real honestly don't realize what they have until they're about to lose it. Yeah, I get you, I and that's that. just what it is. I understand that? Because you know, like a lot of the times you, you'll hear you'll hear like people talk about even on songs like "Oh, I wasn't good enough" or you know "I wasn't this and I wasn't that," mm-hmm. and you know you speak to a lot of different guys and they're like, "Nah, it wasn't it wasn't no because she wasn't doing that. It wasn't no I was missing out. I wasn't no that." They like. It showed up, and it just happened. Like, which again is not condoning it at all, and it's not glorifying it at all. Because if your agreement in your relationship was not to do that, then that was one hundred and ten thousand percent wrong. But I think the idea of that relationship, of the ownership of someone, because I don't own anyone, you know what I'm saying? So someone can't sit here and they say they own me, and if you feel a certain type of way, and you know, all it is, you guys need to speak. Yeah, communication. Communication is key. Is key. It's key to everything. You don't know how much you can resolve by speaking. You don't know how much you can prevent by speaking. You don't know how much you can you can help just by speaking. So everybody always speak. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I gotta go to work, bro. 
Oh shit. <laughs> we over nine, here chatting. 9:53. Yo, before we go, um I just want to say that Yo, you could do it. You know what I'm saying? Like when you wake up in the morning and sometimes you feel like you don't got the energy to push through the day, you could do it. You know, don't ever sell yourself short cuz what's uh what's uh what's effort going to going to do other than push you in the right direction? You know, they say you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So take every one you can. Keep um keep pushing and like I t- like I always say, bro, when you wake up in the morning look in the mirror and say I'm going to be better than you. Facts. Tell I, it, tell it I, to yourself. Can so. I add to that? Add anything, bro. So, bro, I'm I'm actually uh an ass book. It's a banging ass book. It's called Atomic Habits. Yeah. It's called Atomic Habits and uh it's literally about putting yourself in a routine to where you could be successful. Because I feel like as individuals, especially, and I'm going to say it, especially uh, minorities, we always looking for this big break. We always looking for that always. big break. That's that like, cut. Yo, when that money come in. Or when it, but if we take those small steps every day, it's going to get us to where we need to be. I don't think people realize small accomplishments are still accomplishments. And then at the end of the day, they do add up. And So stop looking for those big shots of glory and just... You know, just take strides every day. Acknowledge the fact that you you did it today. Yeah. So, um, with that being said, you know, I just feel like if you struggle with, you know, having oh I'm, I can't do it today, I can't do it today, I can't do it today, or I don't want to start today. Like this mentality has kept me going to the gym for two and a half months now. Every day I go to the gym is day one. Facts. Every day is day one. Facts. So that's what that's what keeps me there. Facts. And I'm already starting to see a difference. Yo. And like, can we fo- talk about that real quick, son? If, if you follow us both on social media, you'll see that. Like, listen, every every day we at the gym, we always post a video of each other. Yo. And people ask us about that shit all the time. So it's, I'm happy to see everybody's followers and a lot of people. Like my uh, I money joined in with us. He's now a gym regular with us. If y'all want to come, listen, man, we could we could turn this into a group thing, cause you know I want to see everybody the the best um, being the best version of themselves. Son, and let you don't me gotta wait you. until the new year to do it. Son, let me tell you, I haven't felt this good in a long time, son. Yo, I'm walking into work. Son. Niggas is like, bro, you losing weight? I'm like, niggas is checking me out? Hold on. Niggas, let, me, let me strike a pose, son. This nigga's stupid. The niggas is checking me out. I ain't gonna hold you some... <laughs> them ASO shirts that I had, my, the, my stomach was popping out, and that shit fit perfect now. That shit a little loose. Niggas, niggas, niggas is getting snatched. <laughs> I'm out, bro. So we're gonna end, We're definitely gonna end it on that. Yo, it's your boy, Swaggy G. And it's your boy, Juski. Holla at you next time. Yo, talk to him. Yo, play the beat, son. You don't got a button for that? I don't. Somebody, somebody loop this motherfucker. Somebody, so I put my shoulder into it. You think I would? Put my name. What do you say? What do you say? Hip hop starting out in the block. <laughs> in a wink. I'm out of here. All right, yo, yo. Listen, we appreciate y'all. Keep living. Keep living. Keep doing. Swaggy G, Ruski. Get him out of here. Play the, play, play the outro. Play the outro. Dang.